Oh, hi there. My name is Aphrodite and this is Aphorisms. Um, and shortly I'll be joined by my friend Maddie for the very first inaugural episode of this podcast. Um, truth be told, I don't even know if that's the right word because I don't really know what inaugural means. Um, but I think I've heard it enough in context to sort of guess and now I'm wondering if saying first inaugural episode something was redundant, but anyway, <laughs> this is what this is going to be like. Um, we've been wanting to start this podcast for ages and ages and ages now, but, um, I mean, 2020 happened and the world caught on fire and everything started ending and we just didn't find the right time or think that we had anything to contribute, but we've decided that because the world is ending, um, this is the moment that the world is ready for us, (laughs) um, to leave our particular brand of trash behind, um. And I'll explain the name just quickly. An aphorism is pretty much basically exactly what an aphorism is, which is a witty observation based on general truth, um, but by me. And sometimes Maddie, but not really, because Maddie lies. That's a joke. Maddie doesn't lie. Maddie's probably, um, well, you'll find out. Probably tackles to a fault. But anyway, <laughs> each week we will be deep diving into some really deep shit. We are going to cover a gamut of topics from science to metaphysical phenomenons, sociological analysis, the cult of celebrity, all that kind of stuff. Um, And of course, what I mean by that is we will be talking about horoscopes and reality TV, basically. We're we're kind of hacks in both areas, (laughs) but it's all we talk about and it's entirely the basis of our friendship. (laughs) So we're just going to record our chats and that's it really. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, listen along. Um, I'm also really into witchy shit, but in Black Parade, Beyonce says that she charges her crystals, um, in the full moon. So I will no longer be shamed for my beliefs in any way, shape or form. Um, also worth mentioning when we, when we record these, it's going to be like 11 PM my time. So I can't guarantee that like, I won't be a few drinks in every week. In fact, I'll I mean, I'll pretty much pull myself out there and guarantee the opposite and say that I will be a few drinks in every week. So that'll be fun. Um, meanwhile, Maddie's like teetotal and is recording this at 8am their time. So, you know, should be interesting. Um, I hope you enjoy. Have a drink as well, if it's appropriate for you. I think, you know, anytime. Just make sure the alcohol is appropriate for the time of day. You know what I mean? Like have a mosa if it's the morning. Don't go crazy. Um... But yeah, enjoy. This is Aphroisms. Oh my god, that intro music was so cute and good. That was my brother. He's going to be famous, I reckon. He better be, because he's got to bankroll my expensive taste. Um, my brother was on Australia's Got Talent, and he got a gold buzzer, and then he was robbed. Um, by someone who throws knives and missed the target. Was robbed. But it was so bloody good, wasn't it? And now he gave me my little intro music, which is so cute. Um, and hopefully one day when he's really rich, that'll pay off because I don't have to pay a copyright or anything. Yes. Anyway, hi Maddie. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> Welcome. This is... Should we say like, actually no, that's corny, but I was going to be like, Do we could be like, I could be like, good morning, Ashley. <laughs> You'd be like, good evening, Maddie. No, 
Yeah. Well, you minute. said it now, and I'm not cutting it out. So. Okay. Um. Good evening, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, guys. Oh, I hate that and love that in equal measures. Um. Yeah. Um. So, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? We're going to talk about the only things that we care about. Um. And that I'm pretty sure our friendship exists solely to discuss, which is horoscopes and astrology, which we're both obsessed with, even though we don't really know anything about it. Um, yes, we're doing like intro session today. Yeah. So we're going to read our, ca- our cafe astrology. <laughs> we want to call this section astrology hacks because... Yeah, we're hacks. Um, we're hacks. <laughs> Not because we're hacking astrology, but because we're actual astrology hacks that's a, everybody yeah, yeah that's a good like double entendre though because it sounds like maybe we're going to give people actual real tips but what we're really going to do is tell them where to google <laughs> okay. yeah it's free advertising the cafe astrology i mean yeah every time i do people ask me to do their readings like in the pub or whatever even my boss was like oh go on then to do my bloody birth chart or whatever and i'm like i just google cafe astrology like you can all do your own but then when I read yeah. it out, everyone thinks I'm brilliant. Yeah. It's because of your vibes, though, as well. It wouldn't mm. work without your yeah. witchy persona, I yeah. feel. I think they want to hear it from you because they're like, that's authentic, you know? I think you're right. It's because I'm always dressed exclusively in black, um, refer to myself as a witch, and usually have at least two crystals on my person. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not as bad as my cousin. My cousin Kylie travels with them in her bra. I was like, doesn't oh, that get uncomfortable to have, like, rocks in your bra? She's like, absolutely. But it helps more to have them with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but anyway, yeah. we will kick off. We'll do each other's birth charts, which will be illuminating, hopefully, and interesting. Um, yes. And then I reckon next week and all that, once we, like, already know each other's info, we can just do, like, horoscopes and stuff for the week or the month or whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, fab. Um, well, I already have yours up. I did my homework and I'm that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so your birth chart, oh, when were you born? The 26th of April. What was it? Mm-hmm. You're in the 90s, aren't you? 92. Oh, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. Um, I know your birthday. You didn't know mine just now, but I know <laughs> yours. So I'm a, I'm a better, higher quality friend. I didn't know it. Like, oh, it's yeah. in my electronic calendars, but <laughs> I couldn't remember it at 7.50 in the morning. Yeah, fair. Worth mentioning, it's 11pm for me. That's why I was talking about alcohol, but it's the morning where you are in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Probably important context. Um, so, you, surprise to no one who actually knows you, are a Taurus. Um. <laughs> star sign or sun sign both of those are interchangeable they're the same thing and that's usually the one that most people know already about what they are but that's nothing that's just like one third of the puzzle what even less it's a tiny sliver of the puzzle of who you are um and then your moon sign and your ascendant or your rising sign kind of make up the trilogy of like what your personality is right that's your whole your moon is more like your emotional your unconscious kind of or subconscious responses to things your personality your internal and your rising is more like how people perceive you as like what you project um and then your star sign is kind of like a mixture of both like your actual personality i guess does that make sense yeah yeah no. okay 
which is also five minutes ago you were like what do i google again what's it called a birth chart so we know who's like the a student okay we know who's like the a student here oh yeah yep. it's definitely you and not me yeah deaths but you know light and dark it's a good balance um so yep. your taurus star sign your taurus moon as well double the stubbornness and your ascendant is aquarius you wacky aquarius so what does that mean your star sign i mean the opening line was there's very something very solid about this like star sign they're dependable most of the time um and this generally shows itself more in habit than in outright helpfulness and i think that is such a good description (laughs) like (laughs) do, do you know what i mean yeah i say that with love i like adore you but it's probably more like yeah if this fits into my routine i will continue to do this as opposed to consciously thinking about it maybe i just get that vibe yeah do you know what i mean um okay they're also very sensual folk this includes sex but extends to pleasures in all areas they delight in the sensual pleasures of food which we have totally bonded over um which is a comfort blanket um and a comfort blanket also probably is what that meant the smell of flowers or spring rain pleasing melodies so forth um so i think we've talked about this before but like textures comfort being like a homebody like really caring about your space i think that's very accurate yeah are you still are you still obsessed with like waffle textured things yeah i love waffle (laughs) textures Sometimes, like, I'll go to the op shop just to look for waffle textured clothing. Clothing? Clothing? Is there waffle textured clothing? Yeah, like, jumpers, and I have some, actually. But, Um, yeah, just, like, jumpers and that, and, like, blankets. Like, actually, I've got a waffle textured blanket right here. Oh, stunning. That's a good colour. I like a sage green. Yes. So, Um, yes, I am a very um, tactile person. Tactile. That's Soft like what um like some types of like wool i mm. hate like wool yeah um that's the only thing i can think of off the top of my head but, but i'm also like <laughs> i'm also like you know very like pedantic mm. so like anything that's like remotely sticky like i'm like really sensitive to like <laughs> if something's not clean like it's sticky if so- <laughs> Maybe hasn't been wiped down. Yeah. I was like, no, that's too sticky for me. <laughs> too sticky for me. Um, I was just on holidays in Greece. I don't know if I've mentioned countless times um, on my social <laughs> media, but there were like waffle textured blankets throughout the whole villa. I was like, oh, Maddie would have loved it. Um, and yes, oh, me and my one single girlfriend, just the two of us went together and we got a three bedroom villa and a private pool. And I don't regret <gasps> it for a second. We're both very partial to a luxury lifestyle. Oh. On a budget, really, but. Totally on a budget. On budget, we probably wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. We really, really, really splurged on the villa, and it was brilliant because, like I said, it was three bedrooms. One became the storage room, the other one Uh became like the dressing room, and the third one was just the bedroom. It was incredible. Um, But the rest of the holiday was like super cheap, so I feel like it balanced out. Anyway, 
You're also hardworking, but their fixed and comfort-loving nature sometimes makes them appear lazy. This is only because they separate work and leisure so well. When they work, they work hard, and when they play, they don't really play as such. They relax. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Um, a solar Taurus who has kicked their feet up is rooted there, and you'd be hard-pressed to get them to move. On a mental level, you'll have the same problem. That's accurate. Um, Taurians stick with things and ideas, and therein lies one of the reasons why they're known for their stubbornness. Taurus is a fixed sign, so is Scorpio, FYI. Um, and they have their fair measure of tradition and steadiness in their makeup that keeps them <laughs> rooted. That's the second time this is used rooted, and both times I was like, <laughs> rooted in my head. Um, <laughs> I think that's you. Yeah, that's me all over. Yeah. So Taurus and Scorpio is, you said they're sister signs, right? But, yeah, so they're sister signs. So that means on the 12 zodiac wheel, like Taurus and Scorpio are opposite each other. So I guess like chronologically, if you think about it, six months apart. And yeah. so that's why they're opposite each other. And that means they're very complementary, even in the differences between them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I love Scorpios. You know I love Scorpios. <laughs> you do love a Scorpio. I love a Scorpio. Why? Um, I think because... Because most people I... are like, oh, you're a Scorpio. No, I think it's like I noticed actually on your chart. This this will bring me to your chart. Okay. But um, not to make your chart about everything I love about Scorpios, but the first line <laughs> of your your chart <laughs> is that you're known for your intensity. <laughs> and I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just like I like the intensity of Scorpios because. It's like, for some reason, it's not super dramatic. Like, it's a different kind of intensity, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair. I was just about to interject and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a very chill person. But that's, I mean, that's just a blatant lie. Um, But I think, like, we get intense or fixated on things that aren't, like, big things. Like, it'll be a celebrity or it'll be, like, do you know what I mean? Or our own emotion. But not, like, (laughs) just, it's just that. Um, Yeah. But we can talk more about me in a minute. Um, Tor- back to Taurus. The possessiveness associated with Taurus shows up in all areas of life. Um, Taurus likes to own things and sometimes people. A nice home, a piece of land, a paid-off car, the aquarium. <laughs> you have an aquarium. Um, a couple of pets, blah, blah, blah. In love and relationship, there's an earthy kind of possessiveness that may be considered jealousy by some, but there is quite a difference to being possessive and being jealous. Taurus natives are rarely jealous and petty. Um, they do, however, think of the people they love as theirs. And it adds to their sense of security. In short, they're strong-willed, they have charm, and they're tolerant and stoic. Um, they like pleasure and the good things in life. Weaknesses, I obstinacy. skipped over the part about pets. I didn't skip over. I said a couple of pets and we're going to talk about pets in a second. Um, because Chico is your pet, as well as a bunch of um, fish. Do you still have fish? Catfish. Catfish. Yeah. I mean, tell me about the catfish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Didn't you used to have a shark? Hey? Didn't you used to have a shark? I had a shark, but he actually, I don't know if it's maybe not appropriate to use the term suicide, but he did jump out of the tank, I think, on purpose. That's fucking terrifying about being around the other fish but um so whether or not he meant to die or he just wanted to escape that's really sad 
And also it maybe so you're not a very good pet owner. What? No. I jump yeah. out the I'm sure you did everything you could. Yeah. Poor Bruce. Bruce? Anyway, um, hmm? Bruce? Bruce was my <laughs> shark name. <laughs> He was a mini shark. He's a river. He was a river shark. So like all of my fish are in a river style tank. How big and, is the tank? Uh, how big is it? Yeah, I don't remember seeing it at your house. Yeah, you seen it. Um, it's Bob. How big would you say that tank is? It's like twenty liters. Twenty liters. Oh, I thought you said twenty meters. I was like. Fuck off, you don't have a 20 meter tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And anyway, so it's okay. spring right now. Oh, and yeah. So my catfish are trying to mate with each other, which oh. means like they're, they're digging the rocks in the tank because catfish, like, they, what they do is the male digs a hole, basically, or like builds a cave. And then, like, the female decides if the cave's good or not good. And then only then will she lay eggs in the cave. Really? hmm And then he, like, um, uh, fertilizes the eggs. And then he stays with the eggs. And he, like, oh. looks after them and hatches them and stuff. But, like, so, like, right now they're digging. And so if you can hear, like, the sound of rocks and like little pebbles Are you serious? and stuff moving. Like it's all day. They're just like licking rocks with their tail, like out of the thing. They're very active at the moment. That's so anyway, weird. That's enough about my catfish. You're like a bloody Attenborough. Um, I can we just talk about one more thing with your catfish? I remember when did they all have babies or something, and you had like a hundred fucking fish to look after. They did have babies one time before, so. I bought them um like a vase because I was like, oh, cat- my catfish like they love. <laughs> Um, holes and tunnels, <laughs> not realizing that was um, a mistake because that's encouraging them oh, to me. No. So, like, one of my catfish, their name is Corbin Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin Sterling, like, is the female, um, but they don't really look like a female, so we just call them a they. <laughs> and <laughs> they are not happy with like any of the other tunnels that the big one, Porge, has. Oh my god. <laughs> They like they don't like any of them. Like every every spring porch digs a cave for them and they're like absolutely not porch. That's disgusting. Um But then like I bought this vase to go like a fake Aww. little vase to go in the tank and Corbin loved that. So they laid eggs straight in there. And then we had a hundred catfish babies. Like tiny catfish. Oh my God. Um but it turns out, like, this particular kind of catfish is called a bristlenose. And a mm-hmm. lot of people, if you like, if you're, like, a tank person. So, mm-hmm. like, since I've got this tank, like, I've worked out that there are a lot of people that are, like, hectic, like, fish tank people. <laughs> and, like, hectic fish tank people love bristlenose catfish because they're, like, um, they're very, like, docile. So they go well mm-hmm. with every other fish. And they, like, clean your tank really thoroughly. So they're not hard to get rid of when they have babies because everybody wants them. I remember you were very stressed about it and you were like, I need to get rid of like a lot of fish quickly. <laughs> yeah, because like they're, they'll contaminate each other with their poo and wee because they're, they're like too many, you know? Oh, That's why I was stressed. I was like, and Imogen was like, put them on, she put them on Gumtree and like for like literally like a week, like a few times a day, she was carrying a bucket out of our apartment, like putting it in other people's buckets in their car as they like drove past down the house. 
my god that's yeah. fucked um and do you want to quickly tell us who imogen is and her star sign yes imogen is my life partner and her star sign is a taurus as well oh, i don't know why i had in my head that she was a leo oh fucking hell that's oh, a lot she's of leo rising okay that's what i had in my Which head it makes sense because she's very extroverted compared to me yeah yeah i mean you're just very introverted though, so it's not hard um okay thank you um your moon signs in aquarius yeah what does that mean well so your moon like we said that's your like subconscious self this represents the emotional responses unconscious predestination and the self-image the yeah i just said that the moon represents the emotions and the moon shows how a person expresses themselves when at home at ease and comfortable so not when you need to project a certain anything it's when you're like your most kind of true self i guess so if you're an aquarius this means that also i skipped over the ascending because it's also taurus so same 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 same. yeah like double stubborn double comfort all of that um but aquarius is extremely observant um they're Mm. lifetime students of human nature which is relevant because you're literally like studying human nature right in a way Um. yeah in a way fair enough um they often grow up feeling different and while rather sociable they're loners at heart i don't want to say that i'm looking at you rather pointedly on that statement but i mean (laughs) loners at heart i'm just Uh, saying uh what was i saying oh yeah aquarians often grow up feeling different and while rather sociable they're loners at heart i think that's you (laughs) That is me. Okay, so basically, all around, just likes to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. They also have yeah. strong egos slash defense mechanisms and do the most to be the most unusual person they can be. <laughs> I feel like I have the opposite thing. Like, I feel like I am really um, strange and I'm really <laughs> trying the most to be as ordinary as possible. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I feel like that's, you know, the same kind of thing. Um, They're also idealistic and progressive and they will deny the more base emotions such as like jealousy um, because they want to be seen as above that. But I think Mm. like you indulge in observing other people's that stuff, but not your own. You wouldn't act that way. You know what I mean? Like you love a bit of petty, but you are not petty. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it'll... Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to suggest that we move on to yours. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. I was just going to read you the last line of the Aquarius part. Okay. Therefore, Good. therefore, they're emotionally blocked. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what would you say to that, re you? Oh, look, I'm doing my best, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But would you say that's something you struggled with in the past? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would, sorry, 100%. I speak, I speak the Queen's English. Um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, yes, we know. We know that um, <laughs> I'm a bit emotionally blocked as a person. One, yeah, one might say a bit of a fortress. you're the only one that thinks that I'm a fortress everyone else is like that person 
imagine that person not <laughs> expressing what they think of people. <laughs> I think you express what you think of people, not necessarily your inner thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's true, actually. I think I'm trying to, like, um, with my friends, trying to, like, say what I think and feel and, like, let them into my world a little bit more oh it's getting deep all right it is getting deep move on to me come on my turn (laughs) okay so af is uh scorpio sun Mm -hmm. a libra moon and a libra ascending is that right Af? i've got it right this one you have okay good one so yes the first line as i mentioned of scorpio (laughs) is that they are intense um and determined and um they're very stubborn as well, so yes. you can't get Scorpios to do anything. Um, do we just say that's true? <laughs> um, I would 100 million billion percent say that that's true and don't even fucking try it. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And it also says that like power is one of your driving <laughs> forces. Have you ever seen, life. do you watch Trixie and Cartier's show? Because uh, there's a part where no. Cartier like, does this thing where she like turns her head and she's like power like that's why she does it and I fully identify with that so deeply not like on a very base level like I want power over people but I think I do it in very like quietly not manipulative ways but I think I've told you this before I try and make conversations for example like go the way I want to go or script yeah. it before it happens um to varying degrees of success but I think it means like that like controlling yeah I, yeah um, it says that you have very strong willpower as well, like in, within yourself mm-hmm. and, um, you're like very observant. So that's kind of towards the like powerful skills and strategy that you implement Yeah. and you're hardworking as well. And you're like very intrigued by life itself. I would um, say that's all true. See, I think people have really weird perceptions of Scorpios. You really like Scorpios. And I think I love Scorpios. I think Scorpios are very interesting, like deep people. That's why I think I like Scorpios. I agree. I'm very deep. Yeah, beyond surface level people. (laughs) That's what I think about Scorpios. Like sometimes not in a good way. (laughs) Sometimes they're like a bit too (laughs) hectic. But I don't mind it. Me neither. Obviously, (laughs) I'm proud. You're also very suspicious people. <laughs> yes. This is like, and sorry, just quickly, that is one of the things that we disagree on. Them. Like, I'm suspicious of everyone and everything and what people say. I don't necessarily, th- like, I'm like, you have to read between the lines, Maddie. That doesn't necessarily mean this. And you're like, why would people say it then? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? No one says what they really think and feel. What kind of game is that? So I'm very like, yeah cynical yeah yeah hey um i tr- i did like one of that other you know there's like the myers-briggs test right which we'll talk yes. about in a second but um i did that other one there's like that new they're always coming up with these <laughs> new ones um i did that new one recently and my personality was like the loyal skeptic like that was like my personality <laughs> so apparently i am skeptical but not of like people specifically like i'm skeptical right. that like life might not be going well at any moment <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's so my type of yeah that's you yeah yeah fair enough um, 
Okay, back to you. Mm-hmm. It says you have a lot of physical energy and courage. And oh my god, sorry. Um, it says that you have a lot of physical energy and courage and strong passions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. strong sexual powers, it says. Yeah, all facts. <laughs> all facts. <laughs> and then your moon is in Libra. Yeah. So you have a strong need for. What is that? You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. If looks could kill. Oh my god. Living in an apartment is just the most. <laughs> um, okay, so Libra people have a strong need for partnership. That's like your main thingy. And um, that's like one thing I don't agree with. But anyway. Well, why don't you agree with that? You have a partner. Yeah. You like her. I love her, but it's not like oh, I need to have a partner. I wasn't even looking for one. It just, you know, very naturally evolved to, like, our relationship. But, like, I don't think I ever... Like, I've been single for most of my life. Like, most of my adult life. I'm not ever kind of looking... I wasn't ever looking for a partner. Do you think that's to maybe to do with your experience of being... How would you How would you identify? You Do you think that would be to do with how people have treated you as a queer person in your life um I mean maybe I don't know if I'm just like if I became much more self-confident so I was like open to finding someone or dating more but I still don't feel like it's a need for me do you know what I mean like I think I'm more like need really close friends or like my best friend Chris who I talk to 24 hours a day that to me is probably the key partnership that I need Everything else is, like, yeah. a lovely bonus extra. Well, Not- I feel like a partnership does definitely doesn't have to be romantic. Okay. So probably in that sense. Yeah. yeah. And I think Tauruses and Scorpios are compatible in that way because we both like to have, like, intense friends. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. we have, like, our, our very intense friends. And yeah. then that's, like, sort of it. But you're quite – you you do branch out from your intense friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Intense friends, and that's pretty much it. You you keep your circle tight. I do, yeah. Um. Okay. So it says, well, it says that Libras are prone to getting married and living with partners young, but so you haven't done that. Mm-mm. So mm-hmm. I, in my view, well done. Um, <laughs> Thanks. As someone who lives with their partner. <laughs> and it, it says that you enjoy socializing and mm-hmm. love um, a good debate and mental rapport with others, which I think that. I do see that Libra side of you for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry about the hammering. I don't know what anybody oh, that could possibly would. be hammering like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it says that you feel safe and secure in a partnership. So maybe that is like what you find with your relationship with Chris, right? Yeah, because maybe. You're very, like, yeah, he gives you a lot of support and friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, gives me a lot of support and like reprimanding. <laughs> maybe that's what it is um and you're excuse me charming and flirtatious um and very rarely aggressive which i think is actually very true of you almost never i've never known you to be aggressive no that's true i would say that's totally true and i think that's because if i do get like really really i'll only go to that level if it's also with someone that the relationship is super super secure like my dad or my like people that you have to sort of talk to afterwards theoretically um that's the only time I'll get really 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 mad and that's when the Scorpio like 
because it goes too like it could be savage you know what i mean i wouldn't unleash yeah. that on like like a housemate or something i would never kind of go that far with someone where the relationship could be tenuous after i've eviscerated them so i just don't go there that often yeah that makes sense and it says also you um see a lot of flaws in your environment and relationships as well so like I think that's true of you because you're always, from my view, you're very sceptical about relationships. Like all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you love winning arguments. Yeah, because I do, always. Um, and you're not afraid to put people on trial. No. <laughs> um, but you're also very defensive of people that you believe in. So, like, you might put people on trial, but, like, if someone else puts someone on trial like you're there to defend them oh yeah totally only i'm allowed to put people on trial yeah um and also like you're always striving for bigger and better so like this is so true of libras because my mum and my sister are both libras and those bitches cannot fucking relax for five (laughs) minutes like they're just like on to the next thing on to the next thing and i'm like can we just like (laughs) we cannot we have to (laughs) Moving on to something better. So, yes, that's in your nature as well to just, like, mm. you can't just, like, have a harmonious life. Like, you have oh to That sounds exhausting. upgrade it, you know? I hope I can. And I'm actually struggling with this right now. This is, like, a very real moment of my life where I'm thinking about this a lot. Because for, like, a year and a half, my whole life was planning to move to London. Like, saving, applying for my visa, applying for jobs. Everything was just, like, that was the focus. And then I got to London and I was like, okay, I'm on a two-year visa. This will be fun. Just enjoy it. But then I'm like, okay, well, now I've done that and I've done the two years. What the fuck do I do next? (laughs) If I get sponsored, like, I'm going to need to have a bit of a focus. So I'm, like, already thinking of what that could be. But I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't need to. But it sounds like your career is going in a... Great. Your career and your relationship are progressing, yeah. you know. So it's not like you'll be stagnant. No. You... Yeah. Bloody hope not. Right. Well, okay. So then that's that's sort of you. But then you told me something yesterday which surprised me, which is that you are INFJ as well. So we both have yeah. done the Myers tests, mm-hmm. and we're both INFJ, which I find crazy because Surprise. I am. <laughs> extremely introverted the i in infj stands for introverted yeah and you i don't see you as very introverted because i'm an extroverted introvert but like i think it's because i think introvert and extrovert right is more about how you replenish your energy or like your energy kind of balance and waves like i do not get if i'm around people that depletes my energy and like my personality and my ability to be out and about i need to go back into my house by myself in a bubble and have a lot of alone time before I'm able to go out and socialize again and like have the energy to do that. Whereas I think extroverted people, like my friend, she's like always, can we go, can we see each other? I'm feeling really down. And I'm like, oh, I always yeah. want to see people in that moment. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's the introverted part. And yeah, that totally makes sense. Good explanation. So Thanks. you are an INFJ, and then like two of my other really close friends are INFJ as well. Are they? Yeah, so I don't know. That's apparently the personality that I vibe with. Karina's yeah. obviously not, and I. Okay. I was about to say Karina's not one of those people. No. <laughs> we but have to get her on this vibe. podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, she would love to. Yeah, she'll come on. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's so who we are in a nutshell. That's our birth charts. 
I think don't that's, have earth charts. Yeah. That's who we are. Good insight. <laughs> We're both very stubborn people who are introverted and suspicious. <laughs> the world and the people in it. We're off to a great start. Welcome. Um, um, so pop culture this week. I have a pop culture highlight, which I am very excited what is to it? discuss, which is the <laughs> This Is Paris documentary. What? I am fucking beside myself. <laughs> what is say. it? Why did I know what this is? This is the new Paris Hilton <gasps> documentary, expose documentary about her life. Is it out already? No, it's oh. coming out. But oh. she's announced it. <gasps> oh, my God. So excited. I live for Paris Hilton. <laughs> Do you remember when Lady Gaga said that Stars, Stars Are Blind was like one of the best records of this decade? Yeah. And was she wrong? She was wasn't. She, she was not. In my house, like, I know most Friday nights feature both Stars Are Blind and uh, Rumours. Is it Rumours? By Lindsay oh, Lohan. Rumors. That's Lindsay Lohan's one. Yeah, yeah, we have both of those on oft-rotated um, schedule. Iconic. They're iconic. That's content. exciting. So, so, apparently Paris Hilton's, like, ready to... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> apparently Paris Hilton's ready to, like, discuss her childhood and what it was like to, like, grow up a celebrity. Oh, my God. And some of it is very... Um, I guess messy and um, oh, this is gonna be good. unfortunate for her. I mean, but then also like about how she's built an empire on this um, brand of being a dumb blonde. So like, I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait for that either. You know why as well? Because I do you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Um, I have watched some of it. My sis, my sister Ellie. Actually, you should get my sister Ellie on this. My sister okay. Ellie lives for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, so I also did. It was one of my favorites. I'm probably never going to watch it again after this season because they finally got rid of Denise Richards, and I'm, I mean, yeah, Denise Richards, and I'm furious because the Mean Girls are winning again. But basically, Kyle and Kim Richards have given us so many messy, messy, messy moments of like the Richards family. They're both, of course, Paris's aunties her mum's kathy hilton who's the sister of kim and um kyle she's also featured on real housewives but like uh-huh. i'm there she must have had the messiest like the whole family is fucked basically yes there's like a line uh-huh. when kim in like the first season kim and kyle are fighting and then kim like comes out with some real shit and she's like you stole my goddamn house and it's like and then it kicked off from there and it went like a season two is magic but this is going to be good if we see the family stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Okay. I don't know if you ever read... Oh, fuck. What's it called? Did you read... Um, I think we've discussed this before, but Christina Ritchie's, <laughs> like, Emmy... Not Christina Ritchie. What am I fucking saying? <laughs> Nicole Ritchie. Um, uh, what was that called? The Truth About Diamonds. The, yeah. You know, like, semi-autobiography. We have talked about this. Hannah loves... My friend Hannah loves that book. It was genuinely so good. It was, it was like, it was like reading like the most like sparkly, um, extravagant, messy like reality program. Like it was that in a book, and it is How have so I not read it. Sorry. How have I not read it? Oh my god, read it. Happy. I'm literally so writing it on my to do list like right now. 
So there's a few like messy insights into Paris Hilton there. But gotcha. um, with that said, like, lo- I only have love and respect for Paris Hilton. Yeah, I know you do. You've mentioned her a couple of times. They're iconic. I they're love actually, Nicole Ritchie. Like, you can tell that they're clever too. Yeah. Nicole's show. Oh, what the fuck was it called? Whatever it was, it was Nicole Ritchie's show. Candidly Nicole, something like that was so funny and so witty and quite like sarcastic and I just I really 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 like her yeah the simple life nothing for me no. in terms of reality nothing will ever ever the simple life no you're right that was magnificent programming <sighs> I might be due for a rewatch yeah I'm gonna do it you have to rewatch it like every two years <laughs> <laughs> you're right it's gotta go back to be reminded of your roots yeah yeah and someone who's like obsessed with reality TV, you got to go back to where it all started. Yeah. Speaking of reality TV, um, we talked a little bit before a while ago, and you had not seen this show yet. Have you, Maddie, or have you not watched Selling Sunset? Now, I have watched. Okay, so yes. So you spoke to me about Selling Sunset mm. um, previously. And so, and then I seen it was on, sorry, I saw Queensy. Um, I've seen I it. Saw, it was on Netflix. Um, and I did watch season three. Did you only watch season three? I start. I started watching a bit of season two, but that's as far as I, like I went back and started beginning of season two. Tiernan, Tiernan was started watching it with me and Tiernan watched the whole thing yeah, because good. he was like, I'm, love with christine so he loved christine yeah he messaged me and i was like no we don't love christine i think she's a shitty villain i don't think she's very good i don't think she's very funny and i don't think she's very mean like i just think she's really trying very hard to like present a like personality basically that she doesn't have yeah davina on the other hand is a demon a demon she's a (laughs) i love her when that that child that mary's dating is like she's a snake i'm like she is a snake that child is mary's husband romaine romaine let us so, like i love mary in this season mm-hmm. apparently she's not she doesn't behave the best in other seasons but in the third season i quite liked mary i think she's she great a loyal bitch and i can appreciate that loyal as I'm, fuck i wonder what her star sign is i'm gonna google it real quick Mary selling sunset star sign. Um, yeah, so, fucking love her. No complaints about Mary generally, except that I could. It was so uncomfortable for me to watch her mother, her own spouse. It was a nightmare. Um, <laughs> truly hideous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just quickly looking. Fucking Christine is a Libra. And the first sentence of this um, article is like, we would have guessed she was a Scorpio. Fuck off. She doesn't have what it takes to be a Scorpio. Um, Chriselle is a Cancer. No shit. So is Mary. They're both emotional Cancers. Water signs. That's the other yeah, thing worth noting. Sense. I'm a water sign, which people don't really remember about Scorpios. And Taurus is an earth sign, which is why it's so fixed, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, continue. Selling Sunset. Yeah, so I was very uncomfortable with... Um, Mary's like child man that she raises with her children. Um, that was wild. Um, I felt 
really I really felt for Amanda like oh. really like struggling in this really competitive industry but also having like all these life problems I know and I love her and she is just fucking beautiful she is beautiful and like it's a good thing that that guy's is it Jason? Jason's friends with her, right? So Jason yeah. gets her the job and, like, he's giving her a few chances mm-hmm. because he understands her situation. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, so relieved by that because yeah. so many men, especially single men, don't understand mm-hmm. that, like, women, especially women of colour, have lives and problems going on that have to take priority over work especially if they're dependents or children exactly and that um, dumb bitch her that being like oh she was late so i was surprised we were able to complete this project go fuck yourself like yeah just she gets it done that's all that matters she gets it done she shows up everybody needs to leave a man to be like just allow you know this is why i have a, such a fucking soapbox on this issue because <laughs> like People want to be like equity is like giving people jobs and like equity is this and that. Yeah. But like equity is actually adjusting your workplace to accommodate for people who have different lives to you. Fucking and amen. Like, fucking it kills me that like single people and like people who come from like privileged backgrounds or don't have big families and stuff like that. Yeah. I just like, mm, she's late. Like no bitch. Like yeah. imagine Imagine if you were her for, like, all it takes is for you to imagine yourself in the yeah. same situation, you to understand that. That's, anyway, like, that's my that empathy? Amanda, would all we, the <laughs> all the best to her. Would you say that's empathy? That's empathy, right? Like, if people could show one fucking ounce of empathy, that would be great. It is empathy, but, like, I do think it goes beyond empathy in the sense that, like, if you're, you have a significantly different life to someone else, it can, I can understand that it, it is hard to empathise. Like, if yeah. that makes sense, like, yeah. it's very hard to imagine yourself as someone who has a completely different life. So, yeah. like, empathy is, like, feeling the way that a person might feel. But, like, I think you do have to go beyond that when someone is different to you. Yeah, I agree. Because we're not all starting at the same base, which is key to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? Jason, I know you hate Jason and Brett, but, like... <laughs> Your face just says disgust. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I know, but then when, like, they were mean to Chriselle and she, like, ran away crying from the wedding, Jason was straight away like, who upset Chriselle? And I was like, oh, you're not a bastard. Yeah. Jason has these moments, like, yeah, when he was like, who the fuck upset Chriselle? <laughs> I was like, finally, you've done one useful thing in your life, Jason. Um, and as we know... The bar for men is in hell. So this was, like, a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just... Yeah. Poor Chriselle. Like, I just can't believe it. We haven't even talked about the fucking text message. I will never be able to watch This Is Us now. And that has been on my list of one day to watch for a very long time. And now I just can't. Because fuck Justin Hartley. Fuck him. Do you want to explain what Justin did? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll explain what he did. He was married to lovely, nice cancer Chriselle, who is just a little bit naive, maybe, and a little bit, you know, cloyingly sweet, but whatever. They were married. She loved him. She adored him. Maybe they had some little difficulties. And then one day what Justin did was he texted her to let her know he was filing for divorce. And then the paparazzi and all these stupid media outlets found out pretty much the same time that she did. And she was like, 
just completely swept away by it. And then the bitches at work were real bitches, like Davina and Christine, who were like, oh, but Justin was nice to us, like, one time when he met us, which was so disgusting. And, like, I hate, I hated them so much. The way, like, Davina was like, he was really nice to me, even though we had all these things, and Chriselle told him not to talk to us. I'm like, yeah, if my husband went and spoke to people that I was like, I hate them, and went out of his way to be nice to them, that's not a nice trait. That's not a good quality in a partner. Yeah, that's no loyalty. That's a red flag to do that. Big red flag. Mm. I just can't, like truly the bar for men is in hell. <laughs> like you were, you are really gonna divorce someone <laughs> by a text message. Just ruthless. Um, just ruthless shit. Like wild. Um, I felt really bad for her, but I was really glad to see some some members of the cast mm. rally behind her. Yeah, Mary and Amanda are two literal angels. Um, and, like, at the wedding when Christine and Davina were trying to talk about, oh, there's, like, two sides to every story, as if they know, because they're not, they don't know Justin. Mary was like, no, no, there's one side, because she's our friend, and that's all that matters, and that's the side of the story, and that's it, and that's the truth. I was like, yes, bitch. Um, that is so cancer. I love, <laughs> I love that vibe for cancers. <laughs> Me too. They're so bloody loyal and sweet. I do love a cancer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're they're the best. And then I think Heather, judging by social media, because I follow them, most of them now, Heather seems to have, like, corrected, like, course and is now really good friends with, like, Amanda, Mary and Chriselle. Nice. That's interesting. Hopefully she'll be nicer in season four. I mean, there better be a season four. I bet there is, because I've seen, I've seen since then a little bit of drama about Heather's relationship, actually, actually as well. Oh, my God. I was dying when, um... (laughs) What was it? Davina and Christine accused Heather. Okay, <laughs> she kept calling the paparazzi. I know that was so funny. And Christine was like, "People will do anything to like get a name for themselves, whatever." Meanwhile, I just saw today on Twitter, she Christine is covering the current issue of Maxim coming up. Like, what the fuck oh. is Maxim? Is Maxim still a magazine? I didn't even know, but like, bitch bitch like really is that the best your fucking PR team could do the cover of Maxim like oh I hate her so much um when when I was watching like I was just watching Selling Sunset like non-stop for like two days (laughs) and um Imogen my partner like she bless her like she just she doesn't get like the appeal of reality tv like she takes everything literally (laughs) like everything is just like with her like it's just if you think I'm naive and straightforward, like she is next really? level. And so she came, which we were watching it. She saw, like, you know, when Christine brings her fiance or husband. Yeah, who's 35. Like, yeah, to that, like, Russian dude's house. And, and there's, like, that he's, he's expecting it to be, like, if it might be good for his friends or whatever. Yeah. And Jim was like, who, who is this man? I was like, that is Christine's. Fiance, and she was like, "No, that's not." She was like, "That's not that woman's fiance," and I was like, "No, that is. That, they're getting married. Like, they're gonna have a wedding." And then so she was like, "No, I can't. I can't. Like, I don't believe you." And then she stayed and she watched the wedding with me, and she could not believe it. She yeah. Was like, yeah. That's You're him. telling me that this man is married this woman, and I was like, "Yes." And she yes. was like. So he's wealthy, and I was like, yes, he <laughs> yes. seems to me. <laughs> he appears true. to be quite wealthy. Um, 
speaking of wealthy and the disgusting ostentatiousness of his wedding, when the snow started coming down and it wasn't just like little fake flakes of snow and people were like, it was hitting people on the head like quite hard and like all these women who like had their hair done were like, fuck off, it's like wet snow. I died laughing. Apparently Christine was really pissed off about the like the way her wedding was portrayed in the show. Oh, really? Because they spent like a million dollars on it. So I think she thought it was just going to be like, look at how amazing it is. And instead it was like, lol, this is a bit stupid. And also look what's happening to Rochelle. Yeah, true. She was not happy. Um, I mean, I feel like you don't have many friends of colour if you put something wet coming from the sky <laughs> at your own wedding. Because I was like, oh my God, like if I did this, <laughs> you mum would fucking kill me. <laughs> Is that something you would do? No, <laughs> I would never get married. Disgusting. But, yeah. um. I don't even like snow. Like I, <laughs> I, I've been to the snow twice, and like I don't do that. Like, why would you want to be in something that's both cold and wet? It's not that wet unless you like stay in it. You know so what I mean? Wet. No. Snow is so wet. What are you talking about? It's wet. <laughs> it's like powdery and like icy, but unless you stay in it when it turns to slush, it's not that wet. I say that right? Like I fully know what snow is like. It snowed once since I've been in London once. Since I've lived over here. Had you seen snow before you moved there? Um, I think I saw it once because I went to, is it Threadbow? That's the nicer one or Perisher? I went. I, I went to one of those with my friend's family when I was like, because her brother didn't go, so I was like, I'll come. And they all went skiing all day every day, and then I hung out with her mum, and we went and had like a lot of alcohol and hot chocolates throughout the day, and I was like, this, I like the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unless I'm on holiday, in which case I'm actually tanned right now because I was in Greece. Did I mention I was in Greece? I feel like I didn't <laughs> mention that I was in Greece yet. I went to Greece. Do you have any other pop culture? Um, Just on Selling Sunset. Like, I know it happened a while ago, but I still care a lot about it deeply. And Chriselle this week, it was announced that she's on Dancing with the Stars. So she's, like, one oh. of the people that's on it in the US. She did really shit in her first week. But her partner and her already seem quite close. And I predict a new, like, showmance. Like, I think she's going to end up with her dance part. I think his name's Gleb. And he's, like, one of the people. No, sorry, what? <laughs> I think his name is Gleb. <laughs> Wait, let me check. Dancing with the Stars. No, I feel bad, actually. I should not laugh at people's names. Yeah, his name's Gleb Savchenko. And I think they're going to end up together and he might appear on the next season. But that's just me. I think she's going to get, like, a famous boyfriend or something and it'll be this guy. Good for her. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else pop culture-y. Yeah. Do you? I think think that's it for the week. We've done a lot of star sign. Yeah, and we'll come back to this and we'll do our, like, horoscopes and we'll do other people's birth charts and stuff and it'll be really fun. Um. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that wraps up this week. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. I mean, that's the kind of good shit, trash and rambling um, <laughs> non sequiturs that people can enjoy going forward. <laughs> okay, can we do that goodbye, good morning? I mean, good evening. <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, do you want to do it again? We did it at you the beginning. Oh, 
we're doing it again okay yeah okay um thanks so much maddie good morning (laughs) good evening yeah (laughs) do you see what i did there because it's my evening but i'm saying good morning to you so you have a great day yeah hope you have a great sleep (laughs) probably not because of the insomnia but i do have a sleeping mask and pillow spray because that will fix me nice what a positive note to end on um (laughs) see you next week (laughs) and that my friends was the first week of aphorisms thank you so much for listening if you made it the whole way through clearly we um enjoy rambling a lot so if you enjoyed the little journey that we took you on through the world of astrology and pop culture please come back for more and if you have any questions um about astrology or your horoscope or you have a comment on something that's happened in pop culture we would love to talk about that also and to hear from you please feel free to slide into um, our dms on instagram at afroisms um, or you can find us on facebook at afroisms also um yeah we would love to, relationship astrology stuff i mean that's our real jam that really gets us excited and happy and dating um compatibility questions all that kind of thing um we are so keen to hear from you um and to unpack your life through the stars so don't be shy um but yeah thank you very much for listening i hope hope you come back for more we've got some good guests in store as well um we'll be talking to some really interesting people so yeah thank you very much for listening this is aphorisms